Superpowers on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that lifts the voice of love from orgasms to superpowers and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sex, Love, and Superpowers podcast show. I am your host, Tatiana Berende, and today my guest is Bernardo Mendez, and we are going to be discussing attracting your best relationship. Let me tell you a little bit about Bern before we get started. Bern Mendez is a relationship and dating expert with over 10 years of experience. Mentored by Tony Robbins and certified as a strategic intervention life coach, Bern has personally helped hundreds of women around the world to overcome emotional challenges and find commitment-minded men in record time. With over 18 million views and 145,000 subscribers, his YouTube channel now reaches over 325,000 women each month. His work has been featured on Redbook, CNN Money, NBC, CBS, ABC, HuffPost Live, Yahoo Shine, Mind Body Green, and Blog Talk Radio, among others. He's a regular relationship advice contributor to Univision TV's morning show, Despierta Austin. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Tatiana. I feel so blessed and so honored to be here. And thank you for that prayer that you just shared before we started. I'm so touched. I'm like, I'm emotional, you know, as we start this conversation. Thank you for, for having me here. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's so, so lovely to have you. So before we dive into our topic today, will you tell our listeners what your superpowers are? Okay, I, I, th- I would say a couple of superpowers. The first one would be seeing with my heart. And seeing with my heart, what that means to me is in the specific line of work that I do, being able to witness that space where someone sat and uh, the vibration, if you want to call it, the radiance, the closeness, the combination of things that make that human being shine in a specific way. And the second one would be uh, the, the, the superpower of helping that person close the gap between mm. the vibration she, she sat and the vibration she needs to be at to, to find her best self first and her radiance and her light and then create a connection with someone who's just as amazing with a counterpart energy that would make her feel really fulfilled to be here. Mm, beautiful. So I've got to tell you, I can, feel, I can feel your heart. I can feel your, your sincerity and, um, and, and just the beauty of your soul. It, it emanates from you. I can feel yours too, so it's a mutual thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I also want to be like 100% honest that when I, when I first, um, you know, came across your, you and, and your work, that there, my first question that came up was why women? Like why is a That's man true. focused on working with women? Because, because like I said, I'll be honest, there's, for me there's like a little bit of almost almost red flag or just like, hmm, just because there's been, you know, there's been so much um, mess, right, in, in that arena between men and women and with the Me sure. Too movement. And, and especially, I think, men in power, right, men in positions of power guiding women. Um, there's a lot that can happen. Now, like I said, I feel you. I feel your heart. I feel your soul. I, 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 can, I can say my my gut is telling me that's not that's not the place that you're coming from and yet i am so curious why you're working with women in particular 
Okay, so this the, the answer. There's a different parts of the answer. I don't know how much time I have for this one. <laughs> <Explain>. <laughs> I know I just sprung like a really big question on you, but I, it was my it was the first one that I had, no, I get it. I, I mean, it's it's, it's, it. it's a logical question. I mean, that was the first question my wife asked me. You know, when I started mm-hmm. doing this work, so it's not just like you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but here's here's the way I, I see it. There's multiple aspects of it. The, the more logistical one, uh, the most recent was when I first decided to do what I'm doing right now, which is at the highest level, not in the specific, helping human beings find themselves and get the life that they want, yeah. um, which is a, it's a bigger thing of find, helping a woman find love. I, I decided to start sharing my message and 95% of the human beings who listened to my message were women. And I didn't choose it that way. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it worked. So when I started doing uh, those videos initially, many, many years ago, I found that I started having conversations because I wanted to find out, okay, if eventually this will turn into a business, I'm not just, I, I want to share this. I'm not even sure how I'll monetize this. I want to figure out what's the problem. How can I close the gap? I've clo- I worked informally with people for many years uh, doing interventions. That's where somebody's going through maybe a, I don't know, a suicide attempt and help that person never attempt to do it again in a short amount of time. Or someone who had gone through maybe uh, food issues and self-image issues, uh, him or her, uh, men and women, helping them to resolve that once and for all. So having done those things, I, want, I was figuring out what's the next thing. And the common thread that I found among many, many dozens at that point of women that I had conversations with was at some form of another, either a relationship that was not working or a lack of a relationship. So I said, okay, well, can I use the same skills that I've used to help people to end their pain for this specific situation that I'm finding so prevalent. And I started just attempting to do it. Now, when I go deeper as to why, like if I really go deep and I analyze myself for the longest time, when I was 16, 17, 18, 18, I ended, but uh, I was really depressed. And part of my depression came from not being able to connect with women, Mm. having like a big heart and being able to feel like I could add so much value and being rejected left and right 20 times a day. So the honest part of the answer would be there's a wound that never closes on human beings sometimes. And part of the healing of my wound is doing, okay, well, I can help women in a way that maybe I can, I can connect women in a way that I could never have connected before, but I'm going to use it in, for good. Because I mean, you could mm-hmm. use this to manipulate, you could use this Absolutely. to have uh, 10 mistresses, right? I guess, right. but that's, if you, if you can use this for a higher good, then I think um, there's something to it. Now, I've recently thought about, well, there's potential for me to help men in other ways because I have so much information and so much practical awareness of what works, what doesn't work. I feel that at this stage of my life, it's more exciting to work with women and it feels more fulfilling, but it's not to say that I'm not open to working with guys in the future. Now, the last part of the answer, I know it's a super long answer, is I do work with men indirectly. And that means when I help someone who's never had a guy show up the right way to show up for herself like she never has, and now the guy that was showing up half-assedly shows up stronger as a result of her stance. I'm training here indirectly because she's showing up stronger. Mm-hmm. So I feel that, or when I've worked with women and now they, they're married and they get an amazing guy who connects with them, they, they, there's relationship skills that they carry into the relationship that they didn't have before. Nobody taught them that thing at school. Their parents didn't teach them that thing. Their friends didn't teach them that. Mm-hmm. And now the guy is benefiting of a better level of communication uh, as from what she learned. So that, that's my long-winded answer as to how this happened. 
Beautiful. Well, I, I love what you said about, you know, how you can, you could use this power to manipulate, but you've decided to use it for good. We talk about that actually a lot at Superpower Experts about how our superpowers don't really come online and fully until we commit to using them for good. And there's a lot of people out there who are sort of unconsciously wielding some, some real potent tools mm-hmm. um, and they are using it to manipulate. And so I just want to thank you and like really honor you for, for not doing that <laughs> and for, <laughs> for, um, for leading with your heart and, and for helping so many people to, to find that which they are seeking. Um, we, we do have to go to a quick break. I know that there's a lot of really, really juicy information that you're carrying that our listeners are going to want to hear. Um, so before we go to break, will you tell everyone where they can go to find out more about you and your work and what you're offering? Yeah, sure. There's a couple of places. The first one would be burnmendez.com. That's B-E-R-N mendez.com. Uh, that's if, uh, and there's a, a way for you to access a free class on how you can enter a relationship powerfully. Uh, second place would be work with Burn uh, if you're interested in connecting and figuring out if we can do something together. <laughs> Workwithburn.com is the second one. <laughs> Beautiful. So we are talking with Burn Mendez about attracting your best relationship. We're going to dive into some really, really good stuff when we get back. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Okay, we're back. So there's a there's like so many questions I have, but maybe <laughs> we'll start with when someone comes to you saying that, you know, they're really unhappy, they're, they've been in failed relationship after failed relationship, um, I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of the people that come to you are in that kind of a boat, right? Where they've had like the mm-hmm. same repeating pattern over and over yes. and over again, and they don't know how to break it. Where do you start with them? Well, I start with the uh, first... Uh, questioning that human being to figure out what do they really want, right? Because, I mean, they've had the pain, they've had the, the struggle. I want to find out first where they're really at. Sometimes people have gone through pain, but it's hitting them intellectually and not emotionally. So I just want to get a clear sense of where they really are at and what they want. And then uh, make the distinction between human beings who will, uh, who want something and people who uh, who are committed to something. You probably have experiences through your work, or you've seen this in the world. Like I, I would say, ninety nine percent of the women who connect with me want love. Maybe one percent don't, but ninety nine do. And I would say the smallest percentage is really committed to doing what it takes to getting it. Yeah, and there's so a difference. I, yeah, making that distinction because I don't want to waste somebody's time who has this illusion that this is a walk in the park when it's something really challenging and it's only 
workable if there's a deep level of hunger to get there, number one, but two, if there's a commitment to doing what it takes to break free from, like if you've not gotten this thing for 45 years, well, it's not going to be super easy to change it, but it's changeable, you know? So I want to connect with someone who, I want to figure out if that person's open to the possibility that even though they haven't gotten it, they're, they're, they're not full of cynicism. They still have hope in their heart. Mm. They may not know how to get there, but I want to, to figure out if that person still has the dream alive and the hunger to get there and the humility to say, I really need help. Mm. Beautiful. Yeah, I think that is that is a really key aspect you know i think a lot of people they go they go looking for help they go looking for other people to fix them or to to fix the situation for them um and maybe aren't aren't always putting two and two together that they have a really big um most of the role to play in that in that uh turning things around which is why that the first part of, of helping someone in that situation is not helping that person find their guy, but it's helping them find themselves because yeah. otherwise you're asking the impossible. You're not in love with yourself. You're not in love with your life, uh, but you want somebody to fall in love with you. How does that work? You know? So uh, when you fall in love with your life again, then the other thing becomes now a possibility. There's going to be a resonant match that the universe can bring to you with doing things, not just waiting in your house, but doing, uh, bring that, that's a, that's a match Versus answering a relationship from the illusion that your life kind of sucks, but the guy, the person will make it better, then exactly. creates this codependence that is never, you can never feel that void with that other person if that's where you, come, where you start from. Yeah. I mean, I think we have a really skewed, we've been fed a bill of goods, right? Of, of like, if you look at all movies, pretty much. <laughs> Almost uh-huh. every movie ever made, there's a love story, right? And it's like the the best part of the movie or the movie ends when like the two people fall in love and like it's a happy ending and that's just like you wrap it all up in a, in a neat little package, you know, boy gets girl, girl gets boy, and now we're happy yeah. and like everything is great. And that's not, I, I feel like it's doing us such a disservice because we have these ingrained ideas, whether or not we're consciously perpetuating them, they're in our subconscious that myths, yeah. that that I will be complete once I have a relationship. And when and because I don't have a relationship, I'm somehow incomplete or broken right. or something like this, right? That that's that's definitely something in the psyche of most human beings. Another thing that's in the psyche of most human beings is that Love is instant. You fall in love. You look at the person, you know, in the first second. Right. And it's the person or it's not. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen that way sometimes, but for most human beings, that's not the case. And if you let go of human beings who are not, don't match the oceans parting, the angels singing the first few seconds, then you could leave some, so much goodness on the table by falling for the myth that, that it should be instant and your heart should know. And, and all this kind of stuff that I think it's romantic, but it's not true sometimes. Yeah. And I, I, I think there's a, I mean, that was absolutely the case with my husband. I, I resisted. I imagine that it, when I was saying that, that's why I said it's true for everyone. Cause I imagine that I swear the moment I said it, I said, that's probably the case with you, but it's probably not the case for everyone. No, I know. I mean, I mean, actually the opposite, like it, oh, really? I, I didn't have, I mean, I had, there, there was a connection. I, there was intrigue. I was like, Hmm, who is this person? But I was at a point in my life where I was not actually not looking for a relationship. Okay. I was completely satisfied being alone. And, um, and mm-hmm. there was, I, I resisted for a while. He was like, you know, really, 
showing signs of interest, right? He, yeah, he, he just kept showing up and I'm like, okay, like this guy's here and he, you know, I'm, I'm definitely interested in him, but I really love being an independent woman, you know, like this is, I'm, hmm. I'm kind of rocking it, but it's, it's ironic because just a couple months before that, I was in this whole like seeking mode. Like I literally, there was one day I was getting all these messages that like, your, your soulmate is coming. The person in your life is coming. And, um, <laughs> you know, I was like reading all these tarot cards and just like every reading I would get, would be like relationship, relationship. And there was one day I was on the big Island of Hawaii. I actually went, like, I don't know what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I like went to, I was like, okay, today I'm going to go out and I'm going to find him. And I like <laughs> went to do a cafe and I'm like, yes! and I'm it. like, this is so dumb. Like, what am I doing? Like, this is like, you know, I just, I just sat there and I'm like, oh, okay. After, after, you know, half an hour or something, I'm like, mm, maybe this is not the way that this is going to happen. And but did you put the, you, you put the, the thing out in the universe that you were ready, you know? Oh, I put it out. I spent an entire afternoon in a hammock and, and just like listing off to the universe, all of the qualities that I wanted in a man. Mm. And like down to like minute details of like being able, like there was like a palm tree in front of me. I'm like, and he could like climb that tree and all this, and all these like random little things. And, and when my husband and I first started dating, he had also created some, some list and, and it was like just a couple weeks in and we, we were sharing with each other sort of the quality that was like, wow, like you meet all of these criteria on this list for me. Um, and he, and, and he was like, yeah, same, you know, that even to like little, like something that was on his list was that, you know, when we would walk side by side, um, we would just fall into step instantly, you know, like there would be an entrainment there and, mm. you know, little, like, so like little things like that, but, um, we both were like, wow, look, we're, this is, this is, this is what we manifested, but it wasn't until. I completely let go of it and no longer needed it and actually no longer really wanted it that it showed up. Hmm. Anyhow, that was me launching into my story, but I'm, I want to, I want to hear, um, you know what? So, so you, so you take her through this process first of getting clear that she has this commitment to the work, right? Yeah. And, and, and then, you know, I think I love that you mentioned like, this is not, something that happens overnight, right? This is, it's not. especially if, it, if it's been 45 years of, of patterns and things that, that you're uncovering. Um, so where do you go next with her? Uh, well, I mean, if we decide to do this work together, then uh, there's a lot of things <laughs> that happen afterwards. Uh, I have a, a few small groups uh, of women uh, where we connect every week and we, we figure out, exactly what's going on. And, and, and we work on what I call a 5%. 5% means there's 5% of the things you do in life. Some people call it 80-20. I think it's more like 595. 5% of things you do that create 95% of the difference, both for happiness and for pain. So we focus on what's, 90, what's the 5% that she could do to for whatever stage she's at, whether that stage is first opening up more, enjoying life more, or at a certain point, putting herself out there at a certain point, communicating with multiple guys at a certain point is choosing exclusivity with one at a certain point that 5% has to do with deepening the connection. 
then we're making step-by-step -step progress in a way that seems doable. Because if you ask somebody to do 180, uh, their mind is going to say, their, their brakes are going to be pulled instantly. But if totally. you say, hey, let's do 1% more courage today, 1% uh, is doable. And if you start doing 1% more courage, 1% more radiance, 1% more feminine flow versus the masculine uh, way that you've always done things, nothing wrong against it. It's just like in certain aspects of the dating dynamic, it's not the most helpful. Then, then we do it. So that, that's part of it. The other part has to do with a, there's live events that I, that I create where we connect because I find that the, at least for, I've, and I've done so many different iterations of this, for me, the best thing that works is connecting with somebody once a week where I can take their pulse, see where they're at, see what needs to be tweaked, what needs to get better, what need, what's celebrating the victories because that's a big part of following up with someone, not just what needs to change, but how far have you come from even two weeks ago mm -hmm. and, and making sure that that person is really recognizing her, her tremendous courage and, and flow forward and seeing that in others. Because when you see somebody else was at an emotional uh, hole, let's say uh, three months ago, and now she's in the best space she's been in her entire life, literally in the space of four months, let's say, then part of you says, well, I can change too. So part of it has to do with when we get together live, then we can go a little deeper, a lot deeper actually into, because when I see someone live, I can see, like I said, my superpower is like, I see with, I, I feel with my eyes sometimes, then I can see how somebody walks into the room mm -hmm. and the level of shame or, or, or excitement that she carries. And because and, these are things that guys are going to see whenever they connect with them. Mm -hmm. And let's figure out what's the root cause behind them so we can let go of what doesn't serve. And when they fly back home, have it be a different experience uh, that's more embodied versus intellectual in nature. And then do it again six months later, you know, figuring out, okay, let's get higher quality problems to solve. You know, the a good, a problem would be at the beginning, nobody wants me. A uh, problem maybe a few months later would be like, uh, three men want me and I'm not sure who to choose. There's too many. It's a problem, <laughs> but it's a, better, it's a better choice, right? It's a better right. quality problem. Or uh, I'm not sure how to communicate this to my guy. Now you have a guy and there's something to communicate. So that's a higher level quality problem. So uh, we, I, I take the approach of progressing through whatever needs to happen. And I, just like you, you said, it's unscripted. I reserve the right to do whatever it takes in that moment to connect with someone, whether it's an intervention, it's a metaphor, it's a, an exercise, it's a physical movement that helps that person break free. And then we just rinse and repeat and, and, and do it uh, for at least a year, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that timeline commitment. Um, yeah. I think it is at least a year worth of work. Um, one question I have for you, you're talking about the 5% of things that you do sure. creates 95%. Yes. How do you go about determining what that 5% of things are? Okay, well, a couple of ways. One would be through the conversations that we have. It's, what, it's like that, that quote, you know, that who you are shouts so loudly at my being, I can't hear what you're saying. It's mm -hmm. what somebody says and what they don't say. How they show up. It's how they answer questions. Uh, it's how much light comes out of their eyes. It's uh, how much fear or confidence uh, is in their voice. Like you, you get a read for that human being and you also have to connect and figure out what are the goals that person has and then make a determination. You know what, based on my best assessment right now, here's the strongest reason why this isn't happening for you. So mm -hmm. before we address that uh, dating app that you're using, that's step 17. Let's <laughs> go with the first one. Uh, you're not showing up. 
So let's work on that right now. So they just, and, and also it has to do with, because I, I will give somebody a challenge. Let's say I'll give one of the ladies that I'm working with a challenge. And then she comes back next week and will say, Bern, I mastered this thing. Here's my next problem. Or wow, that was hard. And I'm still struggling with this. You asked me to have a conversation with this person and set this boundary. I still haven't been able to. So I figure out, okay, well, how can we get stronger for that? Tweak it a little bit. And then uh, virtual hog, virtual kick in the ass, go practice this and come back and <laughs> report your findings, you know? <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's, it's, it's similar. I just, I, ha I, I haven't framed it that way. Um, it's, it's very similar to the way that we, we work at, at superpower experts and, and, uh -huh. and it's just, it's, it's really interesting to hear how different people frame. I mean, I think ultimately if we're honest, you know, I've interviewed, I don't know how many people at this point, I've been doing this show for two years and, and <laughs> what I have found is that essentially like the work is the work is the work is the work is the work. And we all have our, our myriad expressions of how we're showing up doing that work. And yeah. yet fundamentally what's at the core is, is the same work, right? It's, it's, it's that, that movement of finding out, like you were saying, like what's in the way, right? Like yeah. what's, what's preventing you from, from living and being your fullest expression of yourself here. Mm -hmm. And then, doing in and there's so many different beautiful ways to move yeah, through no those way. blocks and there's there's and everyone is carrying all these beautiful tools and brilliant ways to that they have either you know learned or or been taught or received or downloaded from universal guidance that that helps people to move through these blockages um and there's no one like right or best way to do that. And I'm just, I'm so grateful that I get to continuously interact with all of these beautiful people like yourself who are, who are out doing the work with, with others and really, um, really living and being that because I mean, I think, you know, we, we didn't come, we didn't, we didn't put on these bodies. We didn't, we didn't come into form to just have like a really miserable existence. You know, I think that the highest yeah. potential and expression of the human being is to remember who we are at, at the core, at our essence, yeah. and to be that fully in the world. And what it takes to get there, right? Because I yeah. think there's like the, the two sides of it. We didn't come here to be miserable. We didn't come here just to have fun. So it's like the, the mix of both. What, what is it that you bring to the table? And then, uh, being in a relationship is a sacrifice. The work to get into our relationships, like there's, there's sacrifice in everything we do. So let's do it for something meaningful, mm -hmm. right? So that yeah. you get to grow to the type of person you've been. But th what you were talking about brought this other thing for me, because you're talking about there's the work is, is, is it might be similar, uh, but it's like at the essence is like, how do you open up and let go of what yeah. doesn't serve you? How do we embrace what serves you for some of these women? Because that's a concern that some women have, but for some women, it, it's it's not there. But like, like, when you're a guy and you're teaching women, and they may not trust you, and that's precisely sometimes why it's helpful. Because sometimes I'm the first guy they trust in their mm -hmm. entire lives, and the first guy who shows up where I don't want anything from them that's not basically in their best interest, uh, and and figuring out how to let go and trust, and then set a precedent of here's how a guy can communicate with you, here's how you can set boundaries. If you like, there's all these things that maybe you're set for the first time. Not, sometimes it's not the first time, but like in a, in a powerful way for a long, long time, maybe they haven't experienced that. So going through that, so now they have this cell memory of 
here's what I should expect in terms of somebody treating me with respect, somebody asking questions, somebody seeing me. And then I, I want to go replicate this with someone in my life. Yeah, I can, I can absolutely see, you know, I know my first question was like, why are you working with women? But, but I can absolutely see the perfection of it because of how you carry yourself, because of where your heart is seated, um, that, that these women who work with you do get to experience maybe for the first time a man who's just literally showing up and not wanting anything from them other than them to be fully expressed. I mean, that's beautiful. That in and of itself is such a healing, such a gift. Hmm. So for our listeners um, who are really, you know, they, they were drawn to this, this because it's about attracting your best relationship. Sure. Um, I mean, I feel like we've covered a lot actually in this conversation without giving you like the six keys to attract your best relationship. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, that's, I mean, I, that's cool too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's like I model the feminine way, and then I feel like that is like this, like the super masculine. Like, here's how we lay it out, right? Yeah. Um, is there are there some things that you feel like we really need to touch on, or that that our listeners would really get a lot of value from? that we have not yet discussed? That's a great question. Uh, I feel, okay, well, here's one thing that I think is a myth uh, going around. A couple of myths that I found, I found because especially working with women, uh, exclusively working with women, I've heard a lot in terms of what women want, what they don't want, what they think, how they see the world. Um, one of them would be that uh, the, the notion that I want to get to this, the relationship I deserve and I feel like you do right now have every human being has a relationship they deserve in some ways. Meaning, well, that's a hard pill to swallow for some it is. people, right? It is because you, you, I mean, the serving in my mind is not just this human right thing of you deserve. Yeah. You deserve respect and not, but if you really deserve respect, you deserve love, you deserve, then you work towards it and you move away from it. If you can't get it, mm -hmm. does that make sense? Absolutely. So uh, if somebody says, well, my guy doesn't listen to me and I want to, I mean, I deserve better. Well, if you deserve better then work towards changing it or change the relationship. But thinking about like, it's almost like a sense of entitlement. I deserve a great relationship. No one deserves a great relationship more, more so than no one deserves to be a doctor or a lawyer. This, you this have to work skill, at it. You know, yeah. the, the, the feeling of love is a feeling. The skill of love is completely different from the feeling and it requires as much work as being excellent in any profession that's difficult. And I think people get the skill and the, and the feeling of love confused, hence the, the notion that it just happens naturally and I don't have to work at it because it's like, yeah, I think, and for some people it works that way, but I think the vast majority of people are either in no relationship or in soft, hard relationships due to the myth that, they, that th this should come natural. So that's the first myth that I dispel. Uh, the second one is this myth that there's not enough good men out there. Uh, I think that's, that's wrong. I mean, uh, I'm not saying that every man is uh, out there is the right match for every person, every woman, but I think that there's plenty of guys who want something better for themselves and for the women. And sometimes they don't get a chance. Sometimes the women that uh, the guys that some women go for are more flashy in nature. Uh, and some guys who are really good are found boring. I'm not saying that somebody should settle for a boring guy. However, uh, sometimes evaluating at your core what you really want, what's the true core of the value that you want in a man versus 
what feels exciting the first few seconds can create a lifetime of difference in the kind of man you attract into your life and the type of relationship you create and the dynamic that you can set going forward. Um, yeah. So those would be two things. I love, I love what you're saying there. Cause I think this is, this is a common sort of conundrum. Like women, we want, we want to be treated like, like Queens and we, you know, we want, we yeah. want to be loved and respected and honored and we want gentle, we want a gentleman, right? We want a gentle man who, yeah. who is going to, to treat us with kindness. And yet we go for, for that, which makes our, loins itch and and yes. get on fire you know and yeah. <laughs> and i think and that and they're not always the same right and and i think that that's actually we were we were sort of talking about this before when i launched into the tangent about how my husband and i got together but um you know it's not always fireworks and sparks right off the bat and actually what i have ex- experienced mm-hmm. is that more often than not the fireworks right off the bat, they fizzle out pretty quickly. And like, you have to know that there's a, the person under there beyond the, whatever hormonal experience you're having in in the moment with them, that the, the, the characteristics and the qualities that exist underneath those hormones are, are something that you want to engage with consistently over time. Right. Because, (laughs) Because if we're if we're really in in a relationship, um, and and we're going to get the most out of it, um, I believe that longevity of relationship is really key for that, right? And and in order to have longevity of relationship, we have to have more than just sparks at the beginning. We have to have yeah, um, friendship, you know. Yeah, right. And 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 I and I totally agree with you there. I know some phenomenal men, right? I, I mean, I've always been. Um, a woman with a lot of male friends. I tend to mm-hmm. I tend to connect with men sometimes more easily than with women. You're a very feminine woman, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've always I've been like the mama bear. You know, I have like my yeah. group of guys, and that's that's shifted as I've gotten sure. older because um, you know you move into into marriages and stuff, and, sure. and there's all sorts of dynamics that can occur yeah. where people don't feel comfortable with that. Um, although I, I still have like a lot of really, um, really beautiful, beautiful male. <laughs> and I still, I think some of my closest friends are, are men. And so I can completely attest to the the truth of what you're saying that, <laughs> that there are just some really beautiful souls out there and like yourself with, with really tender hearts who, who want to, who want to give, the best that they can give and who want to show up in relationship and who want to be loving and kind and who, yeah, sure. They've got their work to do too, but willing to do it. Um, But I think it's like we, we as women, we have to be, we have to be willing to sort of step down from this like cool, slick, sexy guy thing that we've been fed. Not that we can't, I mean, of course we should find our men attractive, but but there's, there's like this archetype of like the bad boy or something, you know, that, that, I think a lot of women tend to just gravitate towards and it's not, it's not really what they're wanting or, or what's healthy for them. Yeah. So for any guys who are listening uh, right now who are not getting what they want, uh, part of it, I think best advice I would have if you are a good man, you really are. And you're basically finding it really hard to connect with a woman, get a little bit more connected to what you really, really want and be more, 
confident in expressing it and move away from what's not right for you more quickly. Because uh, I feel like what these women are reacting to is not necessarily uh, the badness of the guy. Sometimes that is because it's an unavailable guy and then they, they don't ever have to show up if the guy disappears. So it's like subconsciously, well, okay. uh, I avoid the high level problem of being abandoned by someone who's not even in it to begin with. Yeah. But if you want to go for, for, if you're that type of guy who's good and who's having trouble creating attraction with, some, with women, get a little stronger in your sense of direction and what your you really want. Be more upfront about it. Like connect. I, I ask the women that I connect with, ask on the first date, what are you looking for in a relationship? It's too early. No, it's not too early. If the person wants something different than what you want, why go on 17 dates to find that out? No need. I totally agree. I told my husband, like, so when we met, he like, he, we met at a, at a party, right? And he ended up running down the stairs after me because I had to leave early because I had to catch a bus, right? <laughs> he ran down the stairs after me. He was like, wait a minute, I have to know your name. So first things first, if he had just sat there like, oh, that girl's yeah, really cute, you know, exactly. we never like, not, our life wouldn't be the same, right? I, yeah. I would never have seen him again, but likely. Um, so he was proactive in that sense. He took action. He went Testicular after. Testicular fortitude is what, what that's called. <laughs> <laughs> right. He, he went after what, what he wanted. And then he called me the next day. Yeah. <laughs> he did not wait three days. He didn't take cool. Yeah. He was not playing games. And I told him later, I said, you know, if you had not called me the next day, I, I don't think we would be doing this. Like <laughs> there was, there was something that for me, because of where I was at in my sense of self and my clarity of what I wanted, that if I, if I wasn't met with someone who also was clear that they wanted to be with, with me and, and to partner with that, I wasn't going to, to waste my time with that person. <laughs> and, and he kept showing up and he it was like, yeah. I want this. I want to be close to you. So it's like, okay, like there is women do kind of, I mean, there, I was just going to say women like to be pursued, but I, I think like that's like a really tricky, that can take us. Well, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I would blank stated, I think women want to be pursued because like in that dynamic, I mean, uh, and I, it's the most politically incorrect thing I can say right now. But I know I, it's so tricky. Like, you, you're the prize in that moment, you know? Yeah. Like, the masculine is pursuing the feminine. That's how it's always worked. Yeah. It, you can change dynamic if you want to, if it doesn't, if it's not the right thing for you. I'm not saying chasing because that's, that's a different thing from pursuing. Right. But I definitely feel like a guy should pursue a woman. And if she's not ready, then he should move forward. If she's ready, then he should show up strong until it happens, you know? Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's so challenging. There's so many nuances to that conversation. I, like that's a whole I know, episode right. too, because. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you endorse my way of thinking. I, that's <laughs> <what> I, think. <laughs> well, I think it's hard because I think especially in the post me too era, it's like, well, is it okay to actually pursue a woman? And it's and okay I, because pursuing includes a man who's sensitive enough to realize if the woman is excited about the pursuit or if she's basically not excited about the pursuit, if, if she's really not interested, then that's not, that would be chasing or it would be intruding. You know, pursuit is, it takes nuance, it takes you recognizing the person's giving me the signs that she's interested. I'm going to take it step at a time. So you go, you don't go from uh, let's connect, go back to the room and, and do it. No, you, you take it one step at a time, which is another thing. I think people should take longer to have sex uh, when they meet because it creates all sorts of dynamics and attachments that are necessary. You know, when, when two yeah. people haven't trusted each other, don't know anything about each other, uh, I think it's a sacred experience. Um, so I totally agree with you. Yeah. Actually, I'm 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 100 on board with that. I think you know there's a time and a place for a 
for fling and, and whatever, like those can be exciting too. But if you're really in this, if you're looking for your best relationship, I think there is such magic to waiting um, and to really testing out, like I said, like, can you move what's underneath the hormones? Like, is the, is the character of this person something yeah. that you really want to be involved with on a consistent basis? Is this someone who you feel like you can grow together yeah. with? Right. Yeah. Cause it's still a risk, but it's a lower risk when you've gone to know that person. But going back a little bit, since I think it's really important for anyone who's listening, has questions on that thing. Uh, the, the whole pursuit thing, I think pursuit means self-awareness. Uh, you figure out, I mean, to me, it's not just going back and 25 times asking someone to be with you who's saying, no, 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 that's basically creepy. But I don't know a single woman, regardless of the Me Too, Not Me Too era, who feels excited about who, a guy who asks for permission to say hi to her. Right. You know, like that, that's a little too extreme. So I think in, in being able to read another human being, being able to read science and being able to, every step of the way, read the science, right? go forward or not, there's something strong that can develop there because otherwise I, you, you have uh, the dynamic that a lot of women suffer from right now, uh, which is, well, he's not calling me. He's not texting mm-hmm. me. He's, he seems interested, but I'm not sure he's hot and cold. Yeah. And, and the guy's interested and he has a sense of self-awareness and the guy that your guy has, which is testicular fortitude, then he's going to do the right thing and call her, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So let's, let's talk about that for a second. When, when you have women who it's like, okay, he's, he's not calling me. He's, he's hot and cold. Um, I think that's a huge, and like ghosting is like a huge thing in our, in our culture right now, right? Because we have this overwhelming amount of, of technology. How do you navigate that with your clients? I think it depends on what level of the relationship or the dating dynamic it happens. Because if somebody like is a boyfriend of someone and is being ghosted, that's different than a guy who uh, met her at a bar once and is ghosting her. Mm-hmm. So uh, if it's early on, I, I'd say it's safe to move on. Uh, if, it's, if it's a situation where the guy is just unsure and sometimes showing up and it's a conversation and the conversation sounds something like, um, she's the woman talking to the guy, say, let me know a little bit more about what makes you feel fulfilled in dating a woman. So the guy, if he's intelligent and self-aware, will actually share something that's relevant and true. and then. <laughs> Hopefully, then he'll have the insight to ask her, uh, what do you, what makes you feel excited when you're dating? And then at that point, she can set her preference. I like a guy who leads. I'm excited. I would call me old fashioned. Like I, I like a guy who's starting the pursuit and initiating contact. I'm not saying that I'll never do it. I'm saying I thrive on a man who's going for what he wants. And then see if he can show up to the challenge or not. That way you remove the fear that if he does it, he's going to be called a creep, you know? And yeah. you also set the precedent that if you don't do it this way, that's not what I'm looking for. Well, and I love, I love what you're saying because it also requires the woman to be really clear on what does work for her. Yeah. And not, not just what she thinks should work for her or what she's been told is how it's supposed to be, but what is actually true for her. Because yeah. I, think, I think also for women in this post-Me Too era, there can be this kind of like, I shouldn't want to be pursued um, thing that can come up, right? Where it's like, well, if I'm a strong woman and I'm, you know, I'm independent and everything, then like, I, I should take the lead. But, but there might be, you know, this like soft kernel in there that actually wants to be, wants to be pursued and, and wants to know that this man is interested. And here's how 
here are here are some ways that you can show me that yeah. that you're in you're interested but that takes that takes knowing oneself too and being willing to be honest with yourself being vulnerable about the truth of what you want not yeah. versus what you think is right what your mom told you is right what politically correct is right like, what does your heart say and then let's find a way to get you more of that and for most women and i can say this accurately after thousands of conversations in every continent, every walk of life you can imagine, most women prefer to receive in that form, especially early in the day in dynamic, than to actually be the one who asks the guy out, pursue him, pay for dinner. Uh, and it's not, a, it's not even like a, it's not about the money. It's about like a guy can take care of things. He can, he's asking me out Therefore, okay, well, my radiance is equivalent to the cash that he's paying right now. It's not an uneven transaction right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I want to just thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to come and be on the show. We're, we're coming to the end of our time, but I've really enjoyed this conversation. I think there's, there's been a lot of really good stuff that has, has come through here. And I just, again, want to honor, honor your heart and honor the space that you're coming from in this work because I can feel it. And, and, and thank you for that. Thank you so much, Tatiana. I, I'm so blessed. I mean, I've been interviewed multiple times in my career and life, but this feels so special. Uh, I really, really appreciate uh, your presence and how you're doing things here. And also the, the way you ask questions with genuine curiosity versus a script is just magnificent. So thank you for, for what you're doing, how you're doing it. Thank you. And to our listeners, thank you also for showing up. Your your continued support um, and your ears are, are what make this show happen and continue to happen. So thank you. And if you have not yet come in and found us at the Superpowers Are Real group on Facebook, you can come and check us out over there. If you want to explore more about you know what we're doing in our superpower programs, you can go to superpowerexperts.com forward slash programs. Um, if you have a product or service that you really are, are looking to get out in the world and, and you want a, a way to advertise for them, we also have options for that on the podcast as well. So there's so many myriad ways that you can come and play with us over at Superpower Experts. And, and we are growing our, our team and, and our love and, and we'd love you to be a part of it. So reach out to us. And again, Vern, thank you. You're beautiful. Thank you for your work. and. Um, and to, to all of us, may we go out and love ourselves more deeply so that we can love the world even more so. Many, many, many blessings. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.